Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Daniel, it's Florida week. Oh, it's time. Oh, we're here. It's time. All the feelings are back. It's like they never left. Never left. Daniel, I did in fact go into Home Depot and Mm -hmm. you're correct, not a bucket to be found. Not nary a bucket. Uh, This is not a week where you measure, you don't measure buckets per week. You measure buckets per day. Per this day. week, you know what I'm saying. You carry one. You have a morning bucket. You have an afternoon bucket. You got a mid afternoon, late afternoon, evening bucket. You got a middle of the night bucket when you just wake up in a cold sweat. Yeah, that's where we're at right now because it's Florida week. Uh, we are uh, here to talk about all of that in Georgia football. Could not be more excited to be here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, a few things you should know right out of the bat: we talk about buckets a lot. Uh, especially this week. They already know that. They already know that. They already know that. They do. We don't really talk about uh, crystal ball predictions, Daniel, because we're not that person. We're not those guys. We're not recruiting gurus, and uh, we have no insider connections whatsoever. I mean, if you wanted us to, I guess we could just like read the same recruiting sites you read and then just tell you what they say. I don't know. We could. Like, would that help? No. no there are no people who listen. do podcasts that are basically that exact thing I just described. Should we do that? Correct. Now, nah. <laughs> hard pass. Okay. Instead, let's just be Georgia fans, and then we'll just talk about things that Georgia fans talk about. I don't know. Maybe what do Georgia fans even talk about, Clint? What What about if we just spent all week talking about how Florida sucks? That like, we do that. Yes. Yes. Sign me up. Because because I don't know if you know this. This just in. Hold on. Hold everything. Florida okay. sucks. Clint. Bad. They bad. Florida is. And I I don't like to exaggerate, and so I won't. Florida is the worst. They're the worst thing that there is. The entire country has a blight attached as an appendage on the lower corner of our great country, and that that appendage is Florida that should just be lopped off. It's, it's, I prefer you not use the word lopped off uh, when speaking. When speaking about appendages, but I see your point. Um, we're a podcast for fans and by fans. Uh, if you think Florida sucks, uh-huh. and I hope you do, we'd love for you to let us know. Join in the conversation. You can email us, as always, at, lock, at lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on that Twitter, at dogspodcast. Um, uh, we got a mailbag coming up on Wednesday's show, so it's Monday today. Um, uh, get us a mailbag question. Email us. Uh, send us something on Twitter, direct message, mention us something. Send us a question for the Wednesday mailbag. Uh, it's Florida Week. Whatever you want us to talk about, whatever opinions of ours that you want to know, whatever ridiculous subject that um, uh, you think is perfect for the conversation of this podcast, uh, we'll talk about it. So let us yep. know. Um, uh, we do that every Wednesday. Get your comments in. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can leave us a rating. You can leave us a review. Um, uh, you can um, <clears throat> you can charter an airplane and learn skywriting. Wheels um, up. Take it up as a hobby, and um, maybe make yourself a little extra money on the side. But also tell people about our podcast via uh, what I assume, if you have a plane and fuel, what I assume is free advertising. Like I don't think sure. you have to pay anyone to write things in the sky. So you just get up there and do that for free, you know, after you spend thousands of dollars learning to fly an airplane and then millions of dollars purchasing an airplane. 
It'll be totally uh, free. It'll be totally free. Um, uh, but to go ahead, to start off go, this. I week, guess Daniel, we get start. Let's start. Maybe we, we should. Start. We should. We should get started. I don't know. We can continue talking about skywriting if you want. But how about save that for a later? Just trying episode. to tell people how they can help out the podcast if they want to help out. <laughs> That's true. Uh, get your questions out. in. <laughs> they do get your questions in for the Wednesday mailbag, um, but this Monday episode we do not have a game to recap. Normally on Mondays we do a game recap. We don't have that this week no, because we, we were on a buy. Uh, so instead we're going to ask each other a couple of uh, give me a word to describe, and then we're going to fill in the blank. Uh, we're going to do that for a few things, uh, and then we're going to get to one that I really like in particular. The final one, the third segment, is going to be a word to describe your favorite cocktail party memory. Many of you have them. We uh, we love to hear about that maybe that's the best place for twitter to come back uh, hit us up and let us know your favorite memory but to begin daniel our first segment is this give me a word to describe your feelings today about the cocktail party i'm gonna let you go first on this one clint i need okay. i need a moment with my feelings before okay. i share them uh, if you don't know, uh, we have some candles for you uh, yes. via Brown Fox Collective. We'd love to send you a just candle, get your feelings in place. Stare, just staring into this candle now as we Staring speak. into the candle. Daniel is. It's okay. It's not a seance. He's totally fine. Um, but here's what I have come to, Daniel. I've already stared into a candle. I've since taken that candle. I've thrown it out my window. Hmm. I then picked up the couch that was in my room, and I threw that out the window. I then okay. picked up my dog and threw him out the window. That's, and that, I, that got aggressive. I came running out of the window after all of those things, screaming, let's eat. Daniel, the word to describe my feelings today is let's eat. I could not oh. be more pumped for this game, Daniel. Could not be more pumped. In previous years, let it be known. Previous years, okay. Daniel and I have two games on the calendar every single year in which we vacillate between just absolutely convinced we were the worst team in all of college football to we couldn't be more in jubilation. Just jubilee is happening all around us. Those two games are South Carolina and Florida. Every single year we've been doing this podcast, I have felt awful about South Carolina. I vacillated. Daniel has vacillated on the Florida game. Uh, turns out this year uh, the feeling of South Carolina was right on cue. Um, this week, Daniel... It's Florida week. It's hate week. I, it's, I am, the here. more I think about it, it's here. The more I think about it, the more I get into it, let's eat and we will eat mighty large portions of gator. Wow. Um, I got to tell you, um, taking some heat for my viewpoint. Whew, you did, I Daniel. You, I apologize. you took a I, lot of heat. I apologize for nothing. Okay. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. I don't even know. I'm not sorry about how I feel. Um, did not was not swayed whatsoever by the pushback that I received uh, last week. You might note two weeks ago. You might note that I was outspoken about the fact that we would lose this game. That we you we were, could. I, I think quote. It's a guarantee we're going to lose this game. We can't win this game. Yeah. Um, and again, I apologize to nothing. I am who I am. I've been a Georgia fan long enough. I'm secure. I'm secure with it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you, we all have our methods of coping. Okay. Sure. Like, we all have our, our mechanisms that we use to survive being a Georgia fan. It's not an easy endeavor. Okay. No. Let's just, 
Let's call it what it is. Let's all agree on that. We can all say yes to that. Clint, I've been doing a lot of soul searching, a lot of deep yep. meditation. And um, one word I, I think I'm going to use to describe my feelings about this game is, Clint, I think I'm back. I think, I'm, I think I'm back. I think I've come all the way back. Now is this um, is this Texas Sam Ellinger? We're we're back, or what kind of back is this? No, Give me, okay. This is, um, we own this rivalry. Mm-hmm. We own this team. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're the better team. Yep. And we're the lower ranked team. That yep. is a winning combination, Clint. Ain't it? That is a winner. Of a combination. We have the better quarterback. We have the better defense. We have the better offensive line. We have the better running backs. And um, none of those positions are close between the two schools. They're not. Quick question. Quick question, Daniel. Uh, how in the coaching department would you rank our two, our rival and ourselves? It's, it's funny you should ask because longtime listeners of the podcast will know that since we began this podcast, I made a declaration, and that dec- I had to I had to come to terms with it this week, but that declaration was, and still is, Dan Mullen will never beat the University of Georgia as the head yep. coach at Florida. Friends, compatriots, fellow countrymen, that <laughs> is go. just as true today as it was yesterday. They can take our land, but mm-hmm. they'll never take. Our freedom is what I'm really trying to say. Also, 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 Dan Mullen is a clown. He's an idiot, and he can't coach football. Um, Kyle Trask is a glorified junior varsity quarterback who's been yep. promoted and is about to get a face full of Nolan Smith for the first time in his career. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying to you, Clint? DeAndre Swift is about to explode. Yes, he is. For the best game of his career. Oh, oh, I like what I'm hearing. Is Andrew Thomas, does Andrew Thomas want to go down to Jacksonville and lose this game, Clint? Is he going to have to go in at half and give a rallying speech to the troops this week? No. No, the speech has already been given. Uh, We're the more motivated team. We're the hungrier team. We're the more talented team. We're the better team. We're the better coached team. Uh, we have the better players. We're going to win this game, Clint. Yes, we are. Because we're Georgia. Yes, we are. And they're Florida. And no matter what anyone tells you, Georgia beats Florida. That's what we do. That's what we've done five out of the last eight years. And that's what we've done since 1904 when we first started playing this rivalry. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take recent history or you want to take all-time history, it does not matter. Georgia beats Florida. That's what's going to happen this year, and that's what's going to happen every year that Dan Mullen is the coach because he'll never beat Georgia. He'll never he beat Georgia. No. Nope. Oh, Daniel. Hey, I'm, Daniel. I'm back. I'm all the way. On behalf, on behalf of all of Dog Nation, welcome back. It's good to be back. It feels good. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. It's great to be back. Uh, We're going to hop into our second segment here. Uh, But first, 
talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. I don't know. Clint. Usually. It feels like you're making it. This, is, this seems easy. It seems natural, right? Well, Daniel, it's... usually we just brush it off or make up a lame excuse or we avoid it altogether. But with mm. Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real doctor, not a fake one, who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get your free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you free two-day shipping. Whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com locked and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today, connect with a doctor, and take care of it. Just go to roman.com slash locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash locked for a free visit to get started. Getroman.com slash locked. All right, Daniel. Uh, I'm glad you're back. We, we have I'm other, back. other We're words back. to get to. We're back. We're all the way back. It's all uh, happening. Daniel, we got some news coming out of Florida. The clown Dan is letting us know that uh, he's got some injured players back from the walking wounded. Um, and so I ask you, one of those players is Zaninga, the acclaimed defensive end slash outside backer for mm-hmm. uh, the aforementioned Gators. He's been out since LSU, but he's back this week. Daniel, can you describe a word for the effect Zaninga will have on this game? I think I thought about this quite a bit, and I, I had the question ahead of time, and so I was able to put some put some research into it. I was able to get on the interwebs and was able to do some research, and I think the, the word that most describes my feeling in response to the question, what will be the effect that Zuniga will have on this game is, um, who? Oh. Who are, we, who are we talking about again? I don't, I'm not familiar with this person. I, I hear. I mean, his name is Jabari Zuniga. I learned from the internet. He was a Correct. three-star recruit coming out of high school, and um, I guess he's been one of their better defensive linemen this year. Yep, that's great. Did he? Um, did he play in the game against Auburn? Uh, yep, he did. Did Florida almost lose to Auburn? Uh, yep. Is Auburn good yep. at offense? No, Auburn is one of the worst offensive productions I've ever seen on the field, Daniel. Okay. Um, Did you see 68? Good old 60. Was it 68 of Auburn just getting whipped around this last weekend? I forget what the cat's name is. Just all up and down the field getting whipped. Golly, geez, Lou. Um, I made my feelings clear about our offensive line and, and how I believe that they're going to come out and play in this game. Um, Jabari Zuniga might make a tackle. He might have a sack. He's not going to have an impact in this game, though. Like, he's not going to. I'm not worried about it whatsoever. Not the least bit. I mean, do I wish that he was still injured? Yes. Of course I wish he was still injured. Not because it would help us win, but because I enjoy Florida players being hurt. Because I hate them. Because they're the worst. Because they're the abject worst. Um, no, I do. I mean, I wish he wasn't going to play, obviously, because that helps our team. But no, I don't. I don't. I don't anticipate him having a, a, an impact at all. But I turn the question around to you. What say you, Clint? What 
what's one word you would use to describe the impact that you think big Jabari will have in this game? Uh, the word I use, Daniel, is supersized. Oh, you're calling him fat? Supersized, as in the difference between a small french fry and a supersized french fry is still a french fry. Daniel. Oh, my That's what I mean by this. Hmm. I mean supersized as in um, a lot to do about nothing. The appearance in- of something the- different. Without the substance of something Without different. the substance. Because, do you know, Florida, the the acclaimed Florida defense is known for getting after the quarterback in the SEC and, oh, and leading in sack totals and that sort of thing. Uh, you know what they haven't skipped or missed at all this entire time? Getting after that? Getting after the quarterback? <laughs> that. Zaniga is not. He's back. Great. I don't care. Whatever. Like, welcome to the party. Just another dude to whip around. Another dude for Andrew Thomas to have fun with and mm-hmm. play like an orca whale plays with a, a baby seal. Like, mm. cool. Come on just, in, brother. Just toss him. What would toss you give to see, to see Isaiah Wilson grab Jabari Zuniga by the shoulder pads and just flip him 15 feet up in the air and then, like, headbutt him over to the side, like, <laughs> as if he were... I would... I would I would give up watching next year's cocktail party if that was <laughs> to happen this year. Just to see that moment. I, I, I mean, would. I, I mean, I wouldn't because there's nothing that I would give up to, to <laughs> sacrifice watching the cocktail party. But um, uh, well, Jabbar Zuniga, not the only member of the Florida Gators to be coming back. Kadarius Tony, yep. uh, famed Wildcat quarterback, and I hear occasionally wide receiver. Sometimes. Um, He's coming back for this game. He was he, he was injured early in the year. Only played in a couple of games this year. I believe he only has three catches this year for like seventy something yards because they were against Miami. And <laughs> Glenn, Glenn is Miami is Miami good? Uh, is, turns turns out old Diaz down there. Team? We may have been a little too premature on crowning mm. him something good. I wasn't going to bring it up, but if people are, <laughs> if we're doing a segment, dumb stuff I heard on this podcast, that would, that would make the cut. Oh, that would top the list. Um, uh, what's one word that you're going to use to describe the effect that Kadarius lightning quick Tony is going to have on this game? Pedestrian. Mm. As in he'll walk out there. I'm I'm sure he'll he'll get a couple of the By the way, you want to know a play that this guy was made for? Uh this is the play that is sweeping not only college football has been a while, but also I saw it in the NFL uh tonight uh the Packers and Chiefs. Um it's where the the wide receiver starts off on the other side of the formation, does a shallow drag route, but then comes back behind the line of scrimmage on the right hand of the formation to catch a pass behind the line of scrimmage. And all the receivers on the right side can block because the pass was behind the line of scrimmage. Tony was he was made for that play. Like that play has him specifically in mind because it involves zero talent. That's why he had that. That's why he has that in mind. There, it just gets a guy. Sounds like a Gus Malzahn special. It's a Gus Malzahn, Dan Mullen special. They they took a master's course in this in which they all just get together and do like 
cutie catchers, those little paper things that kids make, uh, and and then mm-hmm. pop open this play on like after choosing three numbers, he's gonna have a pedestrian effect on this game, Daniel. I think I, I think the one word I would use to describe the impact that he's gonna have on this game is trask. I think that's the word that I would choose because I don't think he's gonna be catching too many snaps. I mean, if he does, we just played a game against a wildcat quarterback for the entire game. So that'd be great. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. We're all brushed up on our skills at a wide receiver, a quarterback. But if he doesn't, then Kyle Trask is going to be throwing in the ball and he's Kyle Trask. So he can go ahead and duck float one out there all he wants. And Tony might catch one or two. Tony might have a touchdown in this game. Sure. But at the end of the day, Kyle Trask going to throw a pick in this game, Clint. I, just, I, I need that to be said out loud early in the week. Kyle Trask going to throw Stokes, a pick in this game. Eric Stokes has been silenced for much of the year. We haven't heard because he's been doing admirable work out there on the outside. He, he hasn't been doing bad. Uh, he he going to eat this game, Daniel. JRE might, might come down with an interception as well in this game. This, yeah. There's going to be balls floating out there to be had. I'm not worried about Kadarius Tony as long as Kyle Trask is throwing in the ball. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, that wraps it up for segment two. Coming back, segment three, our last one-word answer. All right, Daniel. So we got one more question for our Monday episode, uh, which, by the way, has just flown past. I can't believe Monday episode of Florida Hate Week is almost coming to an end. It's, it's, it's hard. We only get four more. But if this were if this were a previous life, we wouldn't. We'd only do two episodes this week. Oh, not not anymore. We got but five now, every day. We here Monday through Friday, and so there's lots more to talk about when That's it comes okay. to hating Florida. You've given me hope. Uh, but this Daniel, is my oh, favorite. This is my favorite yeah. of all the of all the one word to describe your favorite cocktail memory. If the listeners might not know, if they're new to the podcast, you are a very recent convert to Georgia fandom. Uh, I I drank from the fire hydrant. Very quickly, but mm-hmm. a lot. So in the last four or five years, five years, I have downed as much Georgia as I possibly can. Okay, so I'm I'm up to speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can go toe to toe with most of y'all. I Frank, I can't go toe to toe on Frank and black and white film. I just can't do that. I, I, you know, that's not in my blood. Uh, so right. my old, cocktail old party, s- I, old Sinkwich. You're not you're not up to date on your Sinkwich trivia. I'm, I'm I'm really not. Don't have that trivia, but. I, I remember watching um, 12 years ago, I think now, many of your favorite memories 12 years ago uh, when Georgia comes running down to celebrate mm-hmm. the touchdown. Uh, I saw that. I remember seeing that as an outside fan and going, hey, that looks kind of fun. Like, go get you some. Um, mm-hmm. But but my fandom of this is is more recent, Daniel. Yours is not. Yours is lifelong. So what's your one word? If you are going to describe your favorite cocktail memory, then Clint, probably going to come from recent years. What's uh-huh. your one it's word? Dagger. The one word is mm. dagger, and it comes from last year's cocktail party when the aforementioned DeAndre Swift, who you said is mm. going to have a career game, and I couldn't agree more, went mm. for 104, 8.7 yards per carry, and on the drive that just sunk the dagger as far as it would go into the heartless soulless body of the gator fan i'm glad you didn't say into the heart of the gator fan no we all know no. that that's not that's not a thing 
That's not a thing, people. No. Okay. Uh, no, DeAndre Swift went one foot in the ground upfield and blew past what I counted were 24 Florida Gator mm. defenders. That's an uh, illegal substitution. On the illegal defense. substitution. And I, te- I defy you to tell me I'm wrong that he ran past that many. Um, because I think by the time they picked themselves up and tried to tackle him again, they could not. Uh, and DeAndre Swift put the dagger in, and then the floodgates opened, and they would not be stopped. We scored 13 in the fourth quarter, um, and uh, it was a fantastic dagger. That's my one word of my favorite, because just watching the the Florida faithful so excited about last year's hope and then for it to be evaporated in an instant was just fantastic. Um, I'm going to give you my one word is fumble Clint. And it comes from, I am, we were talking about this before in a, in a different in an unrelated to Georgia subject, but the sports fan in me brings out the darkest side of me. It brings out the most hateful and sadistic side of me. Yeah, the the part of you that you've socially learned to keep down because other people wouldn't be around you, mm-hmm. that that goes out the window when it pertains to Georgia football. I know people. I don't. I'd be curious to know if you know these people. I know people. I dare say I'm related to people. Who, um, who have said to me, and I quote, even if, even if the team that I'm cheering for is losing, I just prefer it to be a good game, meaning a close game. Daniel, have you heard Daniel, these people, just, Clint? Do you know I that these people let- are out there? I do know these people are there. I just want to let the record state, if you ever say that to me, this is an instant end to friendship. Like, like just, it's over right then and there. Ended. Yeah. Like, we know everything we need to know about each other right now. Yep. Um, do you know what's a good game for me? When we beat the other teams, not just beat them, but, like, I want them to suffer. You understand Correct. what I'm saying to you? Especially when it's Florida. I want their hearts to be ripped out the way my heart's been ripped out so many times. And that's what it is if you're a Georgia fan. Like, you know what it means to suffer. And I can think of no better example of that than 2012. Uh, Number 10, Georgia. Number 2, Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, Florida is driving down the field, down by 8. In the final moments of the game, uh, they are they complete a pass, and Jordan Reed is running into the end zone to score a touchdown that will allow them to go for two, that will allow them to tie the game and inevitably win the game in overtime. If you were watching that game, you knew darn well that we were not going to win that game in overtime. You knew that that game was over if it went to overtime. And Jordan Reed was coasting into the end zone. Until who should appear, and I mean Harry Potter style, (laughs) appear. Like out of nowhere, behind him. But Mount Rushmore of Georgia linebackers himself, Jarvis Jones. That's correct. And Jarvis Jones just said, you can fall into the end zone if you want. But I'm going to take this football 
and I'm going to just pop it over here to uh, my teammate who's going to recover it in the end zone. Uh, there's an, the image of Jordan Reed sitting on the bench, weeping openly into his hands as that game ended is one of my favorite sports memories of all time. Does that make me a bad person? No, it doesn't. It no, makes it me does a not. good person. If you disagree with me, you're a bad person. Don't don't come at me. Like you know why? Because because he had an opportunity not to have devastation come to his life by not attending the University of Florida. He chose to go there. You chose, chose to enjoy that. To go there. He chose to go to the place that Aaron Hernandez chose to go. Like that's where he wanted to We go. are not we are not trolling you. We are just simply stating observational facts. Aaron Hernandez, an unrepentant psychopathic murderer, went to your school. But sure, we had a player arrested for marijuana once every three years. So yeah, we're we're clearly dealing with some hardened criminals. At hardened criminals over here. Yeah. By the way, by the way, we we're not going to go down this list. We could make a whole podcast on the assault charges and abuse charges from Florida oh. players and coaches and athletic personnel. We're, we don't have the time. Still on staff. Still, coach. Surely still fired. on. No, not fired. Reported, arrested, on staff to this day advocacy for violence against women that's what dan mullen's all about dan mullen and the university of florida he's all about that people um 52 43 and 2 is the all-time series lead it's about to be 53 43 and 2 a 10 games a 10 game lead is what it is about to be including the last three in a row and six of the last nine but remember the 90s when Steve Spurrier was the coach? Sure. They won some then, I guess. This is our this is our rivalry. This is our series. This is, Get off my lawn. We're just, winning this game. It's over. And we're going to be back every day this week to talk about it uh, and to document all the ways that we will win. Tomorrow we'll be back. We'll play some Would You Rather throw out some hypotheticals, discuss uh, some more details of the game, uh, what, what would we rather see on offense, what would we rather see on defense, what do we expect from Florida. Um, we'll be back to talk about all this. Uh, leave us a rating, leave us a review, subscribe to the podcast, um, get us your mailbag questions, lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com or at dogspodcast on Twitter. And we will be back tomorrow to talk more about the world's largest outdoor cocktail party and how we're going to dominate it yet again. That's right. That's right. See you then. See ya.